on the road, I'm on the road, I'm on the road, on the road. I don't know where I'm going next, but I know where I've been. I might be coming to your little town and make a few new friends, cause I'm on the road, I'm on the road. I'm on the road, on the road, I'm on the road. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey guys, this is Tom from Small Scale Life here. This is a little different podcast. I actually recorded it when I was on the road coming back from Monroe County, the Toma area last Friday. I was on the road, I pulled out my recorder and just started talking about the area, uh, what I saw, what I enjoyed. I mean, it was a great trip. I really enjoyed my trip there. I saw a lot of things. And while I never lived in that area, and I have roots a little a little further to the east, a little further to the south than this area, but it was just great being there. Beautiful weather, getting into the local area and everything. So, so as I was driving back, I, I did a little recording and um, I called this series on the road a song popped in my head so I had to record that too so this is a little different um, there's gonna be a lot of pictures on the website um, from my trip so go over there check those out but I want to do this a little bit more I am on the road a little bit more and and you know if I'm driving a couple hours or driving in the car I might take out the recorder and just do some stream of consciousness talking and talk about the area. And I'm in these areas for one reason or another. So tell you what I see, right? So I hope you enjoy this. Let me know. Give me some feedback. And uh, like I said, there's a little bit of road noise in it because I was driving. So feel free to comment. If you like that area, if there's something I missed, feel free to drop a comment in the comment section or send it on the Contact Us page. But uh, thanks again for listening. There's no advertising here. This is just a fun, uh, this is an adventure. This is what adventure is all about, just getting on the road and, and seeing those things that maybe you don't see on the highway. You know, getting on the back roads, getting on the road, and just seeing some different things. So I hope you enjoy this. Let me know what you think. It's Tom from Small Scale Life. Enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Tom. Back coming back at you. I am actually on the road. Coming back from a great couple days, actually three days in central Wisconsin. I was rev- doing my job and reviewing railroad crossings down in uh, Monroe County, which is Toma, Sparta, Wyville, uh, New Lisbon, up to Nacito. So right, kind of right smack dab on the, in the middle part of the state. Um, Toma is a junction, natural junction, where Highway 90 that comes across, uh, that goes all the way across the United States, comes into Wisconsin and connects with Highway 94, which comes down from the Twin Cities down to Chicago. And Toma is where all that happens. Um, It was a great few days, actually. This was a really good three days. I had some good weather. Uh, There was a lot of interesting things to look at really neat little towns there and really good food if you know where to go which I didn't but I found a couple great places with some really good food so it was been a great three days the first day when I got down there Wednesday it was like the best day ever Uh, beautiful beautiful weather it wasn't too hot it was sunny crystal blue skies it was perfect for going out and looking at things and 
and finding some, you know, I follow the rail, so I go into some really interesting little corners, nooks and crannies. Um, started in, in Toma, kind of worked my way to the east. It's the heart of cranberry country there, so there are cranberry bogs everywhere. I think that area is just naturally um, swampy, and that's why the cranberries are there. These farms are sprawling. They're all over the place. And it's amazing to me how how the, these complex series of um, basins and, and ditches are all controlled. All the water's controlled. Cranberries are grown, and then in the fall they are flooded out. So we have all of that going on. And then on the banks, all over the banks of these different cranberry bogs, there's beehives everywhere. The commercial beehives are amazing, and, and every few hundred feet there's a set of beehives and they were busy I drove up on one uh, into one farm just to look at the beehives for a second and they they had a lot of bee activity and uh, I think there's gonna a good honey crop and a good cranberry crop this year I hope so anyway best of luck to them um, like I said uh, from Toma up to Warren's and over to Nasita there are just cranberry bogs everywhere in that area one other little gem I happened to uh, stumble across was a hop farm. And tucked in all these cranberry farms is a, was a pretty sizable hop farm, hop yard. Um, it was, I think it was Bohica, Bohica uh, hop farm. And that was just east of Toma. And they had a very large operation going on there. There was another, looked like another hop yard tucked behind some other industries but I couldn't couldn't quite see it couldn't get a good picture of it but it's good that you know getting cranberries going getting hops going um, there's a big cranberry festival in, in Warren's it's a massive uh, festival and that's in September each year so um, if you're in central Wisconsin and want to go to a, a big festival the, the town of Warren's is where it's at and there's a big festival I, I think it's late September, September 27th, 28th. And this is the 150th year of the Cranberry Festival. So, hey, why not go check it out? There's a lot of railroad activity there. We have the convergence of a couple rail lines. Um, if you're a history buff, it's, uh, it's pretty neat to see these lines coming up through from the Mississippi River is the Canadian Pacific, former Sioux Line, former Milwaukee Road, comes up through La Crosse, over to Sparta, into Toma, and then shoots over to uh, Wisconsin Dells. And that's a pretty busy, uh, pretty busy main line. Um, it used to be double track, now it's mostly single track, but it's just, it's busy. Just east of, or west of Toma, there's a really interesting town uh, it's a junction town, but it's notable because it's Wisconsin's only tunnel. It's an actual tunnel carved into this bluff, and there's two tunnels there. One was uh, the Chicago Northwestern, the other one was uh, Milwaukee Road. Now it all goes through the the Milwaukee Road Sioux Line CP tunnel there, and uh, it's really pretty cool. I can't, you can't see it uh, because. It's down the right of way a bit, and the other side, the western side, is obscured now because of a massive frac sand facility that's digging away at those hills. Frac sand is huge in this area, massive. 
operations and and there's so many trains that are running frac sand on all of these rail, rail lines it's really been a renaissance for the rail industry in wisconsin to see these massive heavy trains full of sand moving to market uh, from the mines so um, all over this area whether you're on the union pacific or the canadian pacific or canadian national lines those are really really moving some heavy trains out of these frac sand facilities and and to market um anyway uh the second line there union pacific used to be chicago northwestern um it, it comes from that tunnel and heads to the um, heads to the east and connects with its main line um near just east of toma in a little town called wyville this was a major junction at one time where the line from the twin cities came down connected with this line over to um winona and then um connected with the line down to Chicago, Milwaukee and Chicago. Um, huh, this is interesting. There must be an air show in the twi- in Eau Claire this weekend. I just saw, I think it's the Blue Angels are doing some practice runs there. So it's amazing what you see when you're on the road. Um, but anyway, this is a, a really amazing stuff. Saw a lot of trains, a lot of heavy trains moving, moving around on these lines. I was surprised. I figured these lines were pretty sleepy considering when I did some work on for these two companies back in the day canadian pacific canadian national and union pacific back in the day back in the before the crash of 2008 it just was not as busy as it is now and um just an amazing amount of traffic so you have to be careful when you're doing work or when you're driving out there you don't want to get picked off by a train but uh you know it's really a lot to see. I mean, these small towns and all of this rail traffic and then uh, all these cranberry bogs, beehives, um, it's really neat stuff. And it, it, for me, it just, um, you know, for some people going to these little towns would kind of stress them out. They're, they're leaving home, their families and everything. For me, it was kind of like coming back, coming back to my roots. Now, I'm not from the Toma area. I'm... Uh, I've got more connections a little further to the uh, to the east and to the south where we have our land and we're more from that area near the Dells, Wisconsin Dells. But for me, it was coming back to some nice small towns, really friendly people, really nice folks. Uh, and it was it was just like just felt right you know it felt like that's where I should be and uh just kind of recharged some batteries uh for me some internal batteries and uh I really enjoyed driving around looking at all these different areas um and seeing all of these all the trees the fields small homesteads large farms cranberry bogs hop yards it was really cool um Toma is probably the biggest town of those. Uh, Sparta is probably the next biggest town, followed by Warrens, and then Wyville is pretty small. And the seat is a fairly decent, uh, it's a couple thousand people there too, um, New Lisbon and Lacita. But Toma is by far the biggest town there just because of the, the junction and, and some of the distribution hubs there with the, the two highways coming together. Plus, Ocean Spray has a massive facility. Walmart Distribution is there. So there's a lot going on um, in Toma. But 
like I said, it just, it felt like, you know, some, like I was coming back home, coming back and, and, uh, just kind of getting recharged, getting kind of excited about things and thinking about our future plan as we move forward. Julie and I have been doing a lot of talking about where we're going to be, how, you know, how's that going to unfold. And there is a plan, uh, a five, 10 year plan that we're looking at and, um, you know, how are we going to, how are we going to make that happen? We're going to, you know, just stay the course and, uh, we've got a house now. We, we did close on the house in Minneapolis. So there's a major push there and trying to get everything in order, get all of our cash put together and then go to the closing last week. So last, so we've been officially house owners again for a full week, <laughs> but, uh, there is definitely a plan for moving forward and what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Um, there's been traveling this week and, and seeing these places and, and a lot of cool little places give me a lot of good ideas. Um, you know, we are on a, right now in Minneapolis, we're on a small lot, so I'm kind of limited in what I can do there. Um, the idea though, is to make it nice, make it very nice, make it very comfortable, um, make it productive as well. And, uh, you know, we've got a couple projects that we've got lined up. Probably the first one, you know, we closed on the house a week before we closed on the house, our air conditioning went on the fritz. So the air conditioner, and I think it affected the furnace, both are 23 years old. So they're beyond their service life. And now we have a big project there, expensive project to get everything fixed before we, um, before we really settle in there. But, um, you know, that's something that's just life. That's home ownership, I guess. Bought it as is. And, and, um, you know, we thought we could, uh, roll the dice a bit and, and make it for another year with the current furnace and AC. But, um, the house gods had other decisions for us. <laughs> so we'll have to, we'll have a big project there. We'll have to save up some money, get some bids and, and see who comes out on top. Um, as we save up some cash to do this. And we really, we really would like to do this um, debt-free. We really don't want to take out more loans to make this, uh, to make that furnace and AC project happen. But um, it is June in Minnesota. It's been a hot year so far. I think we're looking at 90s this weekend, 90s and high humidity. I think we're going to be um, sweaty puddles at the end of the weekend. And, and probably at that time, we'll just be really frustrated and hot and, and ready for uh, air conditioning to return. Amazing invention that air conditioning is, especially in these northern climates where, um, you know, it can get pretty uncomfortable pretty fast with high humidity that we have in our summers here. We are getting August-type weather in June and even late May and early June. It's very unusual, um, but we'll just roll with it and we'll see what happens. If nothing else... There'll be a podcast or something later on, an article about how I survived without air conditioning in the, in the hot summer um, as we figure out ways to keep cool and, and uh, you know, save money at the same time. So, yeah, welcome to home ownership in 2018. No air conditioning. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> um, regarding the 510 year plan, yeah, we're looking at... Um, I don't really want to give too many details, but there's, 
you know, we are looking, our, our wayward eyes looking east. We do want to have a place where we can gather, right? We can have lots of people there. We can gather. Our family, our friends can gather, you know, and boy, somewhere deep in my soul, I still like to get some water, on some water, um, a river or a lake. I'd love to get that. Uh, I do have 38 acres of tree farm in central Wisconsin. Um, that is an opportunity to be, um, to be explored. I mean, could we live there? Could we, could we build there and live there someday? It's pretty, it's pretty quiet in the wintertime. Nobody's living there. Nobody's around. Could we do that? That's, that's something to kick around. Having something, um, having something on the water would bring me a lot of joy. I think it would bring Jules a lot of joy too. Now this land, uh, does not have any water bodies on it. There is, uh, the Wisconsin river just to the West. There's a number of lakes to the South and to the East that are five minutes away, 10 minutes away. So it's not like you're in the middle of a desert. Um, so, uh, you know, from a cost perspective, if you think about it, uh, lakeshore, riverfront, water properties are taxed pretty heavily. They're pre- very expensive. And it is an option to live somewhere or have a cabin or a, a home that's not on the water and just trailer into it and uh, really get the best of both worlds. Lower taxes, um, lower insurance, and uh, have the ability to get on that within five, ten minutes. I think that is uh, that is appealing, very appealing especially if you're trying to stretch your dollar and make the most out of it, build a really cool gathering place um, and not just go house poor as you build something or buy something on the water. Um, probably buy something and renovate it is, is the way to go. So, yeah, we're going to try to use the land a little bit more this, this year, in 2018, 2019 for sure. Um, we've already lost half the year, and I lost, I'm putting that in air quotes, We've used up half the year just preparing for last week and in, in, in getting this house and uh, planting our flag. Um, now that we've accomplished that, things will slow down a little bit. Um, Ryan will go back to school in, in August. That'll leave our fall wide open for some camping opportunities and, and just slowing down. Um, you know, and, and we got to do these things very economically. It was a push to, to get a um, cash together to to buy a home. It's always that way. Whether you you buy a small home, buy a large home, you're going to have to have some cash in hand. So it takes a little bit to recharge the well, to recharge the pocketbook, and that's anyone. Whether it's me, whether it's uh, you, whether it's Jay, my friend Jay, or Greg Burns, or anybody, it's gonna it's gonna hit the pocketbook. You just got to make sure that you recharge and get your uh, get your emergency savings up to speed and everything else. So that is the the goal going forward as well. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to be home. I mean, it was a great trip. Uh, like I said, I, my chat batteries are recharged. Um, just really got my motor humming. Um, you know, had a really great podcast with, with Daniel Bokris and 
you know, we had a chance to talk today. It was great talking with him. He's really excited that that went up and, and, uh, it just, you know, it makes you feel good to talk to somebody that, you know, invested their time in, into your efforts and, and they really like how the product turned out. I, makes me makes me happy and and i got some good comments from greg burns captain lumber squash so it's great that the ohio gsd are listening i was getting some comments uh from julie over text about the bees and the pygmy goat which made me laugh as i was doing my work today so um you know it's good to get feedback from folks so if you got some feedback feel free to fire it in there you know don't be afraid don't be bashful um Maybe we'll get a little laugh. Maybe you'll be a guest on Small Scale Life. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, that's about all I had for you. I hope that you have a great weekend and and get out there and enjoy the weather. Stay cool. Um, You know, work on your gardens. Work on some projects. You know, maybe plant a few herbs. Why not, right? Even if you don't have any space, plant some herbs. um, And really try to take advantage of the, the soil and weather and just make something happen make something grow you know plant one thing this weekend just plant one thing and uh, you know make yourself smile a little bit and and take care of that thing so um, see what you can do let me know what you're doing Uh, feel free to leave a comment and uh, and I'll talk to you later so take care everybody remember to continue to learn do and grow this is Tom from Small Scale Life and we'll see you soon take care everybody see ya bye come from i'm a central wisconsin although jules would tell you that i lived in minnesota more than wisconsin hmm i sound like a dumbass all the time so yes yes